episode 56 of Better. I'm April Simons, and I am so glad you're listening to this week's episode of Better. I love being a part of your world, and my prayer truly is that this podcast will be a blessing in your life, that it will inspire you, it will encourage you just to have a better today than yesterday. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I wish you'd do that today. If you want to know about more about me and my schedule or about my new book that's coming out really soon, you can go to my website, aprilsimons.com, and find out how to order that book or just a little bit more about me. Today, in this episode, I want to start by asking you a few questions. This is the first one. What matters the most to you? What do you prioritize in your life? Are you satisfied with what you prioritized in your life? What did you do with today? Now, you know how to tell what's important in your life? Look at what you dedicate your time to. Stephen Covey said, The key is not to prioritize your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Man, that's good. See, if you want to see different results in your present situation, in your present life, we need to change our priorities. See, We can't change the past, but we can change today. We can't change who we used to be, but thank God we can change who we choose to become. We can't change time, but we can change our priorities. The truth is this, there's no reward for being the busiest. (laughs) So often we busy ourselves with the wrong things. Everything is not a priority because everything can't be a priority. I want to encourage you to find out what the priorities are in your life. And then sit down with a pen and paper and write it down. Now, let me give you an example about my life. A priority in my life is to be the healthiest I've ever been. To exercise, make sure I get in at least three miles a day. To eat clean, nothing processed, fresh veggies, fresh is key. To get a checkup every year, to get my blood work done, to stay on top of my health. My rule is if you eat like garbage, you're going to feel like garbage. So I eat healthy 90% of the time and always, always, always 10% of the time I eat desserts. (laughs) You got to have balance, right? So a priority is my health. Another priority is my finances or are my finances. I want to honor God with my finances. I want to be diligent with my finances. I want to manage my money wisely. I want to have my finances in order and increasing. I want to be a giver. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I want to set up a financial legacy for my kids. And then I do it for my business. I want to grow in the field that God has given me. I want to hone my skills. I want to become an expert at communicating. And everything I say and do, I want to bring hope to people I come in contact with. I'm a hope dealer. And then another one of my priorities, and it is my first priority, is my family. See, I want my home to be one of love and happiness and peace. I want my home to be one where forgiveness is given, where second and third chances are given, a place where we have fun, we have happiness, and we have joy. I want our home and our family to be a place where God is first and a place where we live according to His Word. See, when your kids know you value them, not only with your words, but with your time, 
man, that makes a lasting impression and impact on their life. My dad pastored a church of thousands, and he traveled and spoke all over the world. He was a busy man, but he was never too busy for his family. I played softball for 12 years, and I I can tell you this. He probably made it to 98% of my games. He worked with me many days a week with my pitching. He was involved in helping me to be my best. He would encourage me to get in front of thousands of people at church and take an offering or give announcements. And man, that was uncomfortable, and it was probably really bad. But his time and effort and encouragement was actually setting me up to do what I do today. I can think about even when I was in college in Tulsa, when I was on homecoming court for four years, he flew up from Texas three of those years to escort me on the field. I say all that to show you how that made a permanent impression on me. I knew Daddy loved me. He cared about me. He went out of his way to do and be and say things that let me know that his position as pastor didn't take priority over his place as father. Man, that's some good stuff. That'll preach. Listen, folks, never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Love those around you. Make time for your spouse. Turn off work when you get home with your family. Never make your family feel like they are second or third or fourth in your life. If you're if you're giving more time to others than your family, it's time to reevaluate your priorities. Not everyone deserves a seat at your table. And sometimes you just got to say no to things that don't line up with your priorities. Let me give you an example. I did a speaking engagement about a year ago on my daughter Eliana's birthday. She was 17 years old, and I asked her if it was okay. I was going to speak the weekend before, and I was going to speak the morning of her birthday. I asked her, Ellie, would this be okay? I can, I can speak that morning, and I'll fly back, and we'll have a celebration that afternoon to the night. You know what she told me? She said, Mom, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. Well, I did it. <laughs> and I came home, just as I said, and we celebrated. We had a great celebration. But guess what I found out? She didn't like it at all. And to this day, she reminds me of the fact that I was away on her birthday. Can you believe that? It doesn't matter how many times I remind her that she told me it was okay. Now, this is the fact for me. I never want any of my family to think what I do is more important than who I am in their life. Now, that's just the priority for me. Listen, folks, your family, man, that's the best team you can ever have. Never take them for granted. You may say, you know what, April, they aren't all that. (laughs) My family is broken and dysfunctional. Listen, let me tell you a little secret. Every family has their challenges. Instead of focusing on all of the challenges and drawbacks, start today to invest time into your family. Change it. It won't happen overnight, but if you begin to make family a priority, you never know what will happen. And instead of accepting what life has thrown at you, design your life. Sure, there might be a lot of heartache right now. Well, make room for happiness. There may be anger. Make room for joy. There may be a lot of chaos. Make room for peace. 
There may be a lot of unforgiveness. Make room for unconditional love and forgiveness. Your family may barely be hanging on. Make room for success and restoration. And then have your absolute no's. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Say no to negativity. This is a negative-free zone. Hey, it's your house. Set the standard. Begin speaking positive things over your home and your kids. Say no to complaining. Turn it around. Stop the complaining. Complaining is draining. Don't feed the complaints. Say no to distractions. Everyone put your phone down. Actually have a conversation. It may be uncomfortable, but that's okay. You're working toward making a change in your family. Say no to unforgiveness and anger. Teach by example. Express when you're wrong. Ask your family to forgive you when you mess up. Say no to comparison. Don't ever compare your kids. Love them for who they are individually. And if one thing doesn't work out, try another. Now, let me explain that. I'll give you a good example. <laughs> I'm from a preacher's family. My parents tried the, the route after dinner of my dad pulling out this big blue book with Jesus on the front of it. He'd start reading that devotional to all of us five kids. Again, I'm the youngest of the five kids. Daddy was at one end of the table. Mama was at the other end. Y'all, we just must not be that spiritual because something about Daddy reading that book made us get fidgety. We'd look at each other and try not to laugh. It was quite the scene. We didn't want to laugh because we knew Daddy wouldn't be happy. But we knew this. If we could get Mama to laugh, man, that would shut down the whole devotional. (laughs) And somehow, some way, we would always get Mama to laugh. And when Mama laughed, we all laughed. Well, everybody except my dad. I'll never forget Daddy looking at all of us laughing. He shut that big blue devotional. He put it down on the table. We all laughed and we had dessert. (laughs) The truth is this, folks. My dad never read from that big blue book with Jesus on the front of it ever again. Why? He realized, although it seemed like a good spiritual preacher family idea, it just didn't work. I mean, we weren't, we weren't having it. I don't think we turned out to be less of a Christian without that big blue devotional. Well, maybe my brothers did. <laughs> I love the fact, now as a mom, that my dad recognized that that particular idea didn't fly in my family. And instead of enforcing it and getting stressed out and making everybody unhappy and making us all miserable, he just accepted it. He, and you know what? He, he realized it was a no-go. Instead, you know what he did? He brought us to church. He taught us about God every, in everyday living. He made God so real to us. We wanted to serve him. He showed us that God was loving and kind and that he wasn't waiting to punish us, but he truly was a loving father. The priority was to teach us about God. The method he tried didn't work. It didn't mean he threw out the priority. He just tried a different path. What am I saying? Don't get discouraged or beat yourself up or quit because the path to your priority needs to be tweaked. Just tweak it. Find out what works and go after it. There's always a way. Listen, define what you want with your finances, your family, your your health, whatever your priorities are, get a clear vision. 
When you have clarity, it's easier to work toward it. You may say things like this, I want an amazing marriage and family. I want to have a happy, peaceful home filled with laughter. I want us to thrive in every way of our lives, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Whatever it is, write it down. Get a vision. The most important thing in life is to know what's most important in your life. So sit down. Evaluate. What are the most important things to me? What are the most important things in my life? Then once you know what they are, begin to eliminate. Eliminate those time wasters, the money wasters, the distractions in your everyday life. What are you wasting time on that's keeping you from your most important things? See, it's really not about having more time. We all get the same 24 hours in every day. It's how we choose to spend the time that really matters. Decide what kind of life you want to have and work toward it. Be disciplined about it. See, discipline is the difference between what you want now and what you want the most. So don't wait until your body is sick to get healthy. Don't wait for crisis in your family or finances. Work toward having the best of both. Keep the main things the main things. Don't lose sight of what's important in life. Design a life that you love. Remember this. Life isn't a matter of milestones. It's a matter of moments. So make those moments your masterpiece. <laughs>